From Yahoo Finance, this is A World Interrupted. And talking about staying healthy, especially in the midst of a global pandemic, we want to invite into the program Danielle Ompad. She's a PhD from the New York University School of Global Public Health, Associate Professor of Epidemiology. Good to have you here. Thank you for having me. So one of the questions we keep asking as we watch the protests throughout the country, some of the protesters are wearing masks, some are not. Do we, they're outdoors. Are they taking on a risk in addition to protesting? Are they taking on a risk, a health risk because of COVID-19? Yes, there is a risk of COVID transmission during these protests. However, on the other hand, we are protesting um, issues related to health, uh, particularly violence against um, Black people. So there's a lot that people can do to protect themselves while they're uh, engaged in these protests. And and what are some of those things that they can do? I mean, in the pictures that we have seen um, on TV, some people are wearing masks, some people are not, some people are socially distanced, some people are not. Um, what are some rules of thumb that protesters should be following to stay as safe as possible? Sure. So social distancing is ideal, but obviously we've seen these crowds that imply that social distancing is not always possible. Wearing a mask is key. Um, There's a recent study that came out that showed that masking is protective. But what I see a lot on TV and out in the streets in New York is people wearing their mask under their nose or under their chin or on top of their head. So that kind of defeats the purpose of the mask. So it would be great if people could um, fully cover their mouth and nose while they're protesting. The other thing is that when you're done protesting and you go home, think about the people that you live with and whether or not you should be socially distancing from them while you're home, um, particularly if they're older adults or if they have a pre-existing condition. So we might have to go back to the way it was a few months ago where we were social distancing within our homes because we were potentially exposed. Danielle, we, we hear a lot about sort of this lag factor of not really knowing what all these protests are going to mean for, uh, you know, a pickup in infections until maybe a week or two weeks down the line. But, you know, prior to this arrest, we had states with a very thorough phased reopening plan. What, what happens to that? Is that equally effective when we've essentially just blown open the door over the last several days? So it is very challenging um, as states have have opened up that now um, there is a lot more people moving around as they engage in protests. So I think each um, city or jurisdiction is going to need to look at their epidemic curve. And by epidemic curve, I mean the number of uh, newly positive cases as well as hospitalizations and um, deaths to determine whether or not they need to readjust the reopening plans. Um, and it's difficult, right? I mean, this is Yahoo Finance. You guys are you know, worried about our economy and the economy um, is causing as much pain as um, all the COVID illness and death. Um, and so it is a fine and often hard to uh, reach balance between um, protecting people from transmission of COVID and um, opening up an economy that uh, feeds, clothes, and insures people. When we, when we talk about protecting people from COVID, I would suspect that there's going to be some kind of organized protest, maybe even in Washington at some point, perhaps 
later this summer about everything we've witnessed. Are there steps that people who might want to take part in that can take to minimize their exposure in addition to the masks? Is it as is it simple as not looking at somebody and talking to them face to face? Uh, so I think obviously masking and social distancing is important. I would say if you are a person with a pre-existing condition or you live with somebody who has a pre-existing condition or is older that you really stop and consider whether exposing yourself during a protest is going to be the best for your health and the health of the people that live with you. Um, definitely not being in front of somebody who is unmasked and yelling. Um, is important. I also see that um, often people are running from police um, because of all the tear gas um, and the rubber bullets. Um, that also increases our respiration and the force of our respiration. So it's just something to keep in mind um, as you protect yourself during these protests. Maybe if it's possible, upgrade to an N95. Um, but you also need to pay attention uh, to how you're feeling throughout the day and stay hydrated because an N95 in 90 to 100 degree weather is going to be really uncomfortable and people run the risk of um, making themselves pretty ill. The other thing um, as a public health person I just can't resist is reminding people to wear sunscreen. Um, you know, there's a lot of things we can do to protect our health. Um, some of it, most of it is COVID related, but also uh, trying to be out of the way of any violence that's happening around you is equally as important. So stay aware of your surroundings. That's a good point, Danielle. Um, it's Julie again here. I, I want to ask, sort of going back to Akiko's question, when we have had protests before this, not a Black Lives Matter protest, but rather the protests to agitate for reopening in various states, did we see spikes in cases following those? Now, uh, this with the caveat, of course, that those were much smaller scale than what we have seen now, but did we see those that, that result after those protests? So I think there were a few places where we saw that, but I don't know that we can fully um, attribute it to the protests because other things were going on at the time and economies were starting to open up and people may not have been protesting, but they may have been out and about. I will say in both cases, um, these protests um, are potentially super spreader events. Um, so people are making a calculated risk when they decide to protest. Um, and for, um, for both types of protests, it's really important to stay safe. In the earlier protests, which were about getting the economy back online, there was a lot of people who were not masked. Um, and so, um, However, the protests were smaller. In the recent days, the protests that I've seen on TV, most people have been masked, um, but the volume of people um, that are participating is much larger. Danielle, it's good to have you here. And just a little pointer uh, for the people who do drop their masks below their nose, if they wear glasses to avoid them fogging up, a little bit of scotch tape on top of the mask helps avoid the glasses fogging up. Danielle Ompad, PhD from the New York University School of Global Public Health. We appreciate your being here. Thank you for listening to A World Interrupted from Yahoo Finance. For more coverage on the coronavirus and its economic impact, make sure to watch our Bell to Bell live programming throughout the day. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review there. In the meantime, stay safe, take care of yourself, and 
We'll get through this. 